Hello and welcome to the OTM podcast. I'm Craig Brown. And I'm Miriam Higgins. And who are we talking to today, Miriam? Today we're going to be chatting to Hannah Moss. Which one would you prefer to play this one? This one. <laughs> or this one. Oh, this one. This one? Yeah, this one. This one's good. This yeah. one is the one we were on before. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. It's like the audio version of being in, having a sight test. Is it A <laughs> or B? Yeah, no. A or B? <laughs> we should introduce you. So, hello, Hannah. Hello. Can you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So, my name's Hannah Moss. I run On The Run, which is a theatre company um, which specialises in autobiographical work so my first show was called so it goes which I wrote with David Ralph and uh, that was a silent show about grief and about how I'd struggled to talk about my dad's death and that was kind of like our debut and then we've gone on to do shows about anorexia caring for someone who's unwell and uh, most recently we did something about coercive control. You've also been supported by Oxford Playhouse recently and have been working on a show can you tell us a bit about that project? Yeah sure so I'm working on a project at the moment called The Precipice or it's a working title Um, and so that kind of documents my uh, experience of shame and having uh, what's called like repeated intense reactions to shame so much so that I fell into a depression and I kind of like so that the metaphor that I'm using is kind of like I was in space so it's all set on the moon okay and uh it's kind of like I'm floating around um kind of in this place of like not feeling anything feeling very disconnected and then my friend comes to find me and it kind of goes from there about how I come back to earth and try and reconnect and come to terms with those feelings which I think are a kind of normal daily happening particularly if you're an actor or something or you know you put your work out there a lot it's kind of particularly as as personal as my work is it's part of it really so it's kind of about me coming to terms with with those feelings and trying to find a a new way or a new response okay and and what would a uh audience member get from coming to see like precipice or another on the run show they'd get a lot of visual stimulus so my shows are always packed with movement with mime with beautiful colors or mm-hmm. um so so um in so it goes because I didn't speak uh, I wrote everything on a whiteboard and that was how I communicated with them and then um and then the set was kind of like a was kind of like my brain but illustrated okay so there'll always be something like fun visual metaphor that's played with it's also a really kind of emotional emotional show mm-hmm. yeah I hope hope the, the idea is that it will touch home on something that people maybe haven't thought about before and help move forward with or help kind of like heal in some way mm. and what's it been like writing a new show in a pandemic it's been interesting it's <laughs> I think yeah <laughs> it's definitely I think do you know I think it's given certain positives in that I've been able to turn off stuff so I've I've come off Instagram or I haven't come off it but I've deleted the app right. and I've deleted Facebook and I've deleted all these things that used to distract me and I used to get worried about what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. and I really just the sound the like background sound really went away and I could just focus on writing and that's been really great 
And have you been able to keep that up, staying away from social media? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a complete angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go on, I think I go on once a week. But I, obviously, because I have a theatre company, I can't completely come yeah. off it. And I want yeah. to keep abreast of like what's going on. Um, but yeah, I have a little look once a week, but I try not to fall into the pattern of daily scrolling, mm-hmm. which I did last night. <laughs> right. And then was like, oh no, this is why I don't want to do this because it's, yeah. yeah. I just suddenly felt, I don't know how you guys feel, but I just feel like it's quite emotional and suddenly I'm a bit panicked. Yes. Yeah. It's hard because of our careers. It feels like it's kind of important to mm. be, you know, getting yourself out there and making sure people see that you're active and what you've you've been up to on social mm. media. So it's kind of, mm. for us, it's kind of hard to step away, I think, and I don't know. I find yeah. it really hard to get away from Twitter. That's interesting. Yeah, I doom scroll quite a bit, mm. <laughs> which is really bad. But it's so easy to do, isn't it's it? It's so know? easy to do. And then obviously it knows what you're looking for. So, so then it's like doom, more doom. <laughs> when COVID all started last year, I just like found myself in like obsessively reposting stuff or memes about covid mm-hmm. I, I just had to be like hannah you need to stop now <laughs> like, yeah. i know it's funny and i don't know it, i think at the time it really helped me to like yes process it yeah 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 so what's your plan with precipice so the plan is to develop it over the next year and hopefully go into rehearsal in the summer this year and either do potentially do an online showing or potentially not do a showing it's it's always a kind of battle I have like should we show when we're not ready or or not and it's always good to get audience feedback about how it's going and then I get all nervous so <laughs> I'm finding this balance between nurturing the piece and sharing it and when to share it uh, and then hopefully there'll be some form of tour in 2022 whether that is part online and in person or whether that is later in the year or how that looks at the moment we're not sure but we're just exploring the possibility of of doing it really and just trying to be positive and be thinking that we will yeah your play so it goes was available online last year was that adapted post pandemic or was it already filmed from a previous performance yeah we were lucky we had a really great um recording of it so it was just a matter of of letting people see it. So it was already videoed really well. I have to say that was one of the positives about the COVID lockdown mm-hmm. was that all these amazing shows came out of the archive. I don't know if you guys watched any of them, but I just got to see all this stuff. Like um, I love The Encounter yeah. by um, Complicite. Mm-hmm. So I got to rewatch that and that was just amazing. And uh, all this stuff that's, that you wouldn't normally have had access to suddenly was like on your doorstep yeah Yeah. and I guess for them reaching a wider audience as well yeah and that's uh, it was what was amazing about so it goes was you know loads of my friends and or or connections or people that just messaged me on Instagram or Twitter kind of like oh can I see the show and I was kind of like well we're not touring it at the moment it was the chance for those people that hadn't seen it to be able to watch it Yeah. yeah and that was really wonderful have you done any other performances online or on zoom I haven't no but it's definitely amazing that we've been all been thinking about performances on Zoom of all things that I think a year ago we probably didn't know what it was yeah. and how to like adapt this performance that we normally do to fit a new way. And I, I think as theatre makers, we probably would have been like, no, we're live. Yeah, we, we make live work. And I would never have even thought about online stuff because that's a different, in inverted commas, a different a genre. 
Is that how you're now approaching every piece? I definitely am thinking very, very carefully about how to make the precipice available both online and in person. Mm. And not just because that would kind of COVID proof it, but because that would actually open doors to who could watch it. Yeah, I really, really want, you know, as all artists do, to get my work seen by as many people as possible because that's the point. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want people to see it because I've written it for them. So that's really been part of how I'm thinking about the new project. And obviously, because it's, it's set in space, it does allow a certain amount of AI or there's like there's like the techie element in it already. So I'm just kind of considering how to how to d- develop that. Your show, Everything I Didn't Say, was postponed yes. uh, because of obvious reasons. Can you tell us a bit more about that show? Everything I Didn't Say, which was previously called The Rebirth of Meadow Rain, opened at the Pleasance Courtyard in 2019. Um, and that was about um, abusive relationships, but non-violent ones. Mm-hmm. So we interviewed a lot of women about abuse that happens which is not violent essentially so without any touching but as as one abuse specialist says um lundy bancroft that even if it's not um a violent act it is violence so say for example you receive a message that has something abusive in it that is a form of violence that's the way he looked at it and then that was then developed by um i can't remember what his name is now but that was then developed into coercive control, mm-hmm. which in 2015 became something punishable by law. So the show looks at, um, it focuses on a friendship side of the story. It looks at um, Meadow Rain, who has recently left an abusive relationship. And she tries to reconnect with her best friend, Miranda, and say sorry for everything she's done. And to say, can we start again? And then the whole show is her telling her friend what happened. So that's where the title comes from. She's like, this is everything I didn't tell you. And at the end of a show like that, do you have any kind of discussion with the audience or anything after to kind of signpost them to charities or places they can go? Yeah, we do. So we were supported by um, the campaign UK Says No More, which is about changing the societal narrative around abuse. Mm And um, they gave us these fantastic uh, cards. They've got this app called the Bright Sky app, um, which um, people who are in abusive relationships can download. And it's got information about how to find support. And what it does is, which is really clever, is if the abusive person is around you, you can click a button and it just looks like a weather app. Oh, great. Yeah, so it's like protection for the person. Yeah. So we hand those out at the end of the show. And we also do post-show discussions. So in... um, at the Pleasance Courtyard. We did it with UK Says No More, which was great. Uh, we had to kind of meet round the corner in this nice little cubby hole. It's, it's, that's, that's the Edinburgh Festival, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you've, got, yeah. you've got a 10 minute get out. You can't get into coercive control in that time. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the plan was slash is that um, when it goes on tour that we'll do workshops alongside it. I'm working with specialist um, Dr. Sarah Pemberton, who... Uh, will work with me about making a workshop for for teenagers who are between 16 and, and 19. Oh, great. And going back to theatre online, do you think it would change your writing style, writing for online? I definitely, my shows always include audience participation. Well, mostly, or at least I talk to the audience. Yeah. Basically, I don't know whether it would change the writing style. It would definitely change interaction with the audience or interaction with the cameras, you know. Yeah. I was thinking about having it live streamed every single time I perform it. 
Okay. Uh, So it's like built into the show. Yeah. And I'm not sure whether I'm going to go forward with that or not. But then it's kind of part of the show. The audience at home are always there. You know, you can look at the camera maybe and include them when you're talking to the audience. So it's not just like they're this kind of floater that happens to be watching. Yeah. It's that they are included. They are there part of part of the show as much as anyone who's there in person. Have you seen anything like online over the past year that's kind of informed that or that you'd recommend or has inspired new thinkings around online performance? I saw um I don't really know shit theatre. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. So shit theatre do a Christmas show every year. Yeah. And it's right. called <laughs> This year it was called Shit Actually, so they do... It's <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's basically a spoof of Love Actually. Right. Yeah. Which I really recommend. It is such a laugh. Um, but they do... They really adapted their audience interaction well. So what they did was everyone joined a WhatsApp group before the show began. And then they uh, put the WhatsApp group on the screen. And then... There were times when they'd come over and they'd talk to the audience through the WhatsApp group and you could see people replying on the screen. I thought that was a really clever way of yeah. of including everyone. I was I was impressed because <laughs> I was a bit stumped. I was like, I do audience participation. Like, how on earth am I going to do this yeah. if it's yeah. live? I did uh, a show towards the end of last year. It was R&D of a piece and it was audience participation over Zoom. And it was so weird. You were asking people to come forward and switch their cameras on if they wanted to get involved at certain points. And it was like, if no one turns their camera on, is anyone even there? (laughs) It's a weird feeling of seeing no audience, but also speaking directly to them. At least like if it's like in person, I just go up to someone and smile at them and be like, yeah, yeah, it's you. Yeah. 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 yeah, you've been chosen. Yeah. yeah, we're in it together now. Come on, and then, yeah. then I just yeah. have this way of trying to gear them up for it and being like, "Don't worry." But if they don't turn the camera on, they don't turn the camera on, and you can't no. do about that. <laughs> I mean, we were lucky. There were a few people that we knew in the audience, so eventually they turned their cameras on. It was like, ah, oh. and then people followed. You just need one person to kind of instigate it. Yeah, I think as as the performer well at least when I'm doing it I try and pick the right ones like if someone really doesn't want to get on stage it's not going to go well um it's it's going to be hard you're going to work really hard and Mm -hmm. they might look a bit unhappy and that's not what no and nobody wants to see that so I, I know that some actors and performers like I kind of smile at someone and like I mean, really, I normally just decide. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you have been picked. But, but you can kind of tell the people that are like into it. They might because they'll look back in the eye. They won't look away. So it's not a case of, of picking people as they go in and seeing who looks nice. I guess it's who looks like they want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Some people really don't want to do it. And that's fine. You know, you can't you can't force someone to make or break your show. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's um going back to um everything I didn't say. It's it's interestingly it's a show about coercive control and it's got audience participation in it. (laughs) (laughs) People often go what, (laughs) and then I have to be like, no, no." it's it's a kind of a show in two parts really. And the 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 role of the abuser is only ever played by an audience member when they're being nice. 
Mm. Right. So there's this really fun and loving part of every relationship that where you fall in love and you don't see the bad signs and the red flags that are happening. And that's the bit where I get someone to come up and play the role and I give them a script and everything. And it's really funny. And like it, what it does is really tricks the audience into a sense of liking that person. And I kind of use the audience's, the audience members naivety to, to, to trick people essentially, or to somehow reflect what happens when you are falling in love with someone who ends up being abusive. It sounds like an awesome show. Well, I really hope that people will be able to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully in the autumn, but if not, maybe 2022. I mean, I'm open to doing it whenever that we can, really. And what are you looking forward to in the next year? Um, going to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Being able to see live shows again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hugging all my friends in one go. <laughs> um, I, I think just the world to open up again. I, do you know what's been really like difficult, but also shown us, I think, in this last year is is how much we need people and each other and how much we need these things that I just completely took for granted before. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought I would have missed going on the tube? <laughs> Who would have yeah. thought I would have missed just a normal casual after work drink with a friend? Like all these like very quite small things, even just going out and going to the shops or going out and going to the cinema, or, like it's all these, there's just such small, tiny things that I really didn't really think twice about. And now I'm just, I, they feel like a luxury holiday. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, where can we keep up to date with all your work? You can follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's like both like spent ages trashing Instagram, and now I'm like, follow me on Instagram. Yes, I'm there. I'm there every day. Yeah, so you can follow us. We're at On the Run Theatre on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And is there a website? Oh yes, there is. Um, so our website is OnTheRunTheatre.co.uk. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for joining thank us you, today. Hannah. This has been lovely. Oh, thank you so much. Well, hopefully you'll end up seeing everything I didn't say, all the precipice in Oxford. Yes. Come to Oxford. Come perform. Come to Oxford. (laughs) Come to Oxford. Thank you very much to our guest, Hannah Moss. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review and subscribe. And you can find us on Twitter at Makers, Instagram, Theatre. Facebook Oxfordshire Theatre Makers and our email is events at gmail.com Everybody panic!